quitethethingmedia.com. The network, oh, without constraints. Hi everybody, welcome to Wrong Term Memory. My name is Jack and myself and Colin have had a wild couple of days, so we are taking a little break, but we're bringing you something from Quite The Thing Media, and that is Crime and Compulsion, the podcast all the way from America. We hope we hope you enjoy it. This episode is about Florida Man, and a fun game to play is to put your name into Google and then put your birthday and see what comes up. For mine, it is Florida Man uses alligator to shotgun a beer while cranking Skinner. So we hope you enjoy this one. We will be back with you soon. Cheers. Hey guys, this is Karen. And I'm Ben. Welcome to Crime and Compulsion. Breaking news. We hate to interrupt your regularly scheduled podcasting of serial killers, unsolved mysteries, and that one food show that you love. But we have learned of an astonishing group of criminals that are so moronic, so dim-witted, and so feeble-minded that we had to stop everything we're doing and bring you this news. These are the unhinged and deranged stories of the one, the only, Florida Man. Oh, okay then. Yeah. We're doing the Florida Man series. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? No. Well, we're still doing at least one episode of this now. You didn't bring anything else? No, this is all I got. All right, and I guess we got to do it. <laughs> all right, so this first Florida Man story comes to us from Royal Palm Beach, Florida, where local Florida man Joshua James was charged with assault with a deadly weapon. What was the weapon, you asked? Or maybe you didn't ask. I don't know. I can't hear you. I think you're going to tell us. Yeah, I think so. Well, this weapon was a live alligator. You sure it wasn't a crocodile? No. Well, did it see you later or after a while? <laughs> it says see you later. <laughs> um, okay. So, Joshua James is arrested and accused of throwing a live alligator through the drive through window of a Wendy's restaurant. <laughs> what? <laughs> maybe he just likes McDonald's better. I don't know. So, Joshua James comes through a Wendy's drive-thru at about 1.30 a.m. and orders himself a large drink and nothing else. Now, while this poor, unsuspecting worker has her back turned, this class of a human being throws a live alligator at her from the passenger side of his truck and then speeds off. I have questions. I think everybody has a lot of questions. So... There was just an alligator just chilling in the passenger seat? Yeah, in the passenger side of his best friend's ride. And she didn't see the scrub? (laughs) The alligator is the scrub. And she didn't see it? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Not until, like, it hit her in the face? I don't think it hit her in the face, but this is 1.30 a.m. She's working the grave shift at a Wendy's. All right, I'm sorry. Keep going. (laughs) So, the alligator was reportedly three and a half foot long and it had to be captured and released by a florida police officer so again she didn't see it he pulls up with a motherfucking alligator and she's like do you want a frosty do you have your frosty card three and a half foot like it's pretty big apparently live alligators are just an everyday part of florida police officer life apparently (laughs) 
Joshua James later uh, was identified by security footage from the Wendy's restaurant as well as security footage from the adjacent gas station. He had two first names. He did, and he's going to be facing three charges from this incident. First one is aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. So the alligator is a deadly weapon. Alligator is a deadly weapon. He had unlawful sale, possession, or transportation of an alligator and petty theft because apparently he didn't pay for the alligator that he stole off the side of the road. Maybe he stole the alligator. Well, uh, he actually admitted when he was arrested that he just happened to be driving to Wendy's, saw the alligator on the side of the road. And, and he decided, just fucking picked it up. Decided this is going to be a great prank. Like joyriding with a fucking alligator? Yep. So when asked about this dumbassness, his parents told a local TV station that he's just a little harmless prankster and that Steve Irwin is his best idol. Yo, is dumbassness a word? It is now. Continue. Also, don't think best idol is a thing. It's just his idol. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Now, this judge that heard James's case ordered James to stay away from all Wendy's restaurants. But not alligators. Not alligators. Actually, he also ordered him to avoid possessing any weapons, and he is to get a mental health screening, and he has to have no contact with any animals other than his mom's dog. (laughs) Okay, then. This dude's so bad, he can only hang out with his mom's dog. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even look at a fucking cat. The dog doesn't even want to hang out with him. He's like, you're going to throw me out a fucking window. Oh, man. All right. I'm pumped. Hit me with the next one. All right. This next Florida man story comes to us from St. Petersburg. Local Florida man Jawan Brown is facing charges of domestic battery after an altercation with his girlfriend in their shared apartment building. Now, this guy's assault weapon of choice is a piece of fried chicken. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing. (laughs) (laughs) You already had that prepared, didn't you? No. (laughs) Now, we don't currently know whether it was white or dark meat. We have reached out, (laughs) and we are waiting a word back. Was it KFC? We promise to keep you informed with any updates. Was it KFC, though? I don't know. That is also an update that we will keep them informed of. Sounds good. Brown and his girlfriend were in the midst of a heated argument, probably over what to have for dinner. When Brown got angry and reportedly stepped on his girlfriend's foot. After he did his left foot, left stomp, and then cha-cha'd into the kitchen. Jesus Christ, you're such a dad. (laughs) Yes, I wrote that joke into this prepare. That was like epitome (laughs) of dad joke. Good grief. I am a dad, so. After he cha-cha'd into the kitchen, he later came back with a piece of fried chicken and hurled it across the room. Striking his girlfriend on the left side of the face and on her glasses. Typical Friday night. (laughs) For Florida. (laughs) I mean, I don't know about y'all. That's a typical Friday night for me. I mean, this is a typical night for Brown. This is not the first time that Brown has been arrested in connection to assault. No, just to assault with his girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) No, not with chicken. But he also was arrested in 2015 on similar charges. With pizza? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think he just used his fist. He was charged in 2015 for hitting his pregnant girlfriend. Now, Brown has since been ordered to have no contact with his victim anymore. 
Okay, sounds good. No shit. Yeah, but he's also not good at that either. After his 2015 case, he was released on bond. First thing he did was call his girlfriend after being ordered to have no contact with her. Is that the same girlfriend that he threw the chicken at? The exact same one. Okay. Let's hope she leaves after this latest chicken debacle. You said that funny. Debacle? Debacle. I didn't say it like that. I literally said debacle. Now I said it funny. (laughs) You know what? Where's my chicken? Just stop. (laughs) Goodbye. Please, goodbye. Oh, man. All right, guys. Now, our last story of the day comes to us from Murdoch, Florida. Local Florida man Everett Lags was charged with misuse of the 911 system, disorderly intoxication, because, of course, this would not be a great story without that. He was also charged with trespassing and resisting arrest. That's a whole bunch of charges. And it gets so much better. I'm trying to put it all together, like how all of those charges go together. Trust me, you can't. So, Lags was out on the town Saturday night when he decides to go to Emerald City Gentlemen's Club for some more fun. Unfortunately, the strip club is where the fun ended for Mr. Lags. Was it one of the ones that serve food? Mm-hmm, maybe. <laughs> Those are the best ones. From your years of experience? Yeah, the ones with food. I've reached out to see if this one had food, and I'm waiting results back. <laughs> Please let me know. Now, nobody likes going to the strip club alone, including Mr. Lags, who brought his baby kitten along with him to enjoy the festivities. <laughs> oh, come on, but baby kittens are cute. <laughs> I don't think they belong at strip clubs. After being denied entrance into the strip club by the owner, Lags decided that this goes against his American civil liberties and called 911. I mean, I can see that. Maybe it was a service kitten in training. Yeah, no, it was not a service kitten. You don't know. I do know because of the rest of the story. (laughs) Okay. When deputies arrived to the club, Lags was clearly intoxicated and was told to leave the premises, and the police assisted in calling a taxi for Lags. When the taxi... And the baby kitten. And the baby kitten. (laughs) When the taxi arrived, Lags refused to get in and continuously shouted that the owner had committed a crime by denying him and his feline friend access to a good show. While in front of the current police officers already on the scene, Lags made several more 911 phone calls to try to have the owner and the current police officers arrested. As one does. (laughs) No lie. (laughs) Lags was in place under arrest and had to be forcibly detained. Where did they take the kitten? So he spent the night in the Charlotte County Jail, and unfortunately his kitty best friend wound up in the arms of animal control. Poor baby kitten. So, in other words, Mr. Lags is an asshole, and somebody please go rescue that cat if he's still there. Yeah, like the kitty's just the poor victim. But I hope you enjoyed our little Florida Man series. This guy has been running a rampage in Florida for so long, and it's time that somebody puts a stop to his antics. Who knows? We may be doing this again. Who better to stop Florida Man than the guy's and girls over at Crime and Compulsion. And that's how the cookie crumbles. All right, but on a uh, more serious note, don't you have an update for us? I do. So DNA finally put a name to one of the last unidentified victims of the Green River Killer. Oh, wow. 
For more than three and a half decades, she's been known as Bones 10. Oh, that's got to be so sad. Using DNA extracted from bone fragments last year, the DNA Doe Project developed a familial genetic profile that helped King County investigators identify the remains as those of Wendy Stevens. That is so amazing that somebody took the time to still investigate and find out who that was. That little girl was 14 when she ran away from her parents' home. Jesus. She's now believed to be his youngest victim. That's just awful. I'm just glad that she finally has her name back. Yeah, she deserves to have her her identity known and celebrated. Definitely. Well, we just wanted to bring you a little bit of joy with our Florida Man series. We'll be back next week with our regular full-length episode on our South Carolina Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, we just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a palate cleanser. Yeah, something like that. So make sure you stay tuned and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or all the other fucking podcast ones out there. Remember, you can email us at podcast at crimeandcompulsion.com. You can find us on Facebook, Crime and Compulsion. You can reach us on Instagram, Crime and Compulsion Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Crime Compulsion. All right, and remember, guys, we like to uh, talk to you. We like to know what you think and give us some feedback. Give us some ideas of episodes you want to hear us cover. Yeah, definitely. We love hearing from you guys. We love all the feedback. Until next time. See ya. Only the best pogs in the best network. Quite the thing media.com.